Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to another episode of the Tug Podcast, and I am your host, Allison Carr. Today, I have a very special treat for you. For the first time in the Tug Podcast history, I have a special guest, and it is none other than Terrence Carr II. Today, we're going to talk about the single most important thing that really helped me and propelled me into walking in purpose. But there's one thing I had to get together before I did that, and that's discover who I was and who I am, my identity in Christ. Let's get started. So for those of you who do not know, Terrence Carr II is actually my husband. We've been married for how long? Almost five years. Almost five five years, years, y'all. God is good. Um, We met about 10 years ago. Um, It's been a wonderful adventure ever since. Ups and downs, but God has gotten us through. And I'm not going to go way into our life story because I'm sure that he will be um, a frequent guest on the podcast. Okay. So a couple of weeks ago, Terrence preached a message about identity and it was on point, let me tell you. And I knew for a fact, okay, we've got to talk about this again. Um, the reason being is last year, God has kind of led me into different things, definitely outside of my comfort zone. One thing that I had to get down ahead of time was knowing who I was and who he called me to be so that I can walk in it boldly. So without further ado, Terrence, welcome to the podcast. Hey, we in here. <laughs> <laughs> So um, before we get started, um, could you just give us a working definition or idea of what what you mean or what we're talking about when we say identity? Identity. Um, really how I kind of um, define identity is how I identify you. I know, I know that sounds simple, but um, how do I identify you? You know, if I'm thinking about you yourself... Oh, somebody says Allison Carr. Somebody may say, oh, the singer, the one that's the praise and worship leader, or, oh, the one who's a mother of two um, and a wife who's in the Air Force. So they, they say these kind of terms to describe you. Mm. Um, what, you know, if I ask somebody, can you physically describe somebody, they would identify them through their physical attributes that they see. So when we're talking about our identity as it relates to who we are, it kind of goes um it kind of goes in line with who does god say you are Mm. so you know that's kind of how i i look at it and say who does god say you are and that is your identity in this earth world Mm -hmm. good that's good so as we're talking about identity i kind of shared very a very small snippet of um why was it was so important for me um, to know who I was, but what would you say is the importance of knowing who you are? Oh, um, that is, I would say, probably one of the most important things in your life that you have to know, who you are and who God says you are. Um, because if you don't know who you are, then that's when you start doing things that are outside of your character. Mm-hmm. That's when you start doing things that are not aligned with the vision or goal of your entire life. Yeah, that's good. And as you were as you were just talking about that, I kind of thought about how society or people will start to tell you who you are. Yeah, that is why it is so important for you to know who you are because other people will try to define it for you. And sometimes it's not um, 
out of bad intentions. Some people have good intentions. Mm-hmm. You know, hey, this is what I think you should do. You you should go into the military because you you're not sure what you should do. Instead of instead of asking God, okay, who am I? What am I supposed to be doing? Um, is the military right for me, or is going to the job force right for me, or going to college is that right for me? Because when you know who you are, then you are so laser focused in completing the task that you have to do. Um, if you don't know who you are, then you can be all over the place. Um, and then people are easily able to tell you what they think you should be doing um, and who they think you are, but then you could be off. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, you are an amazing husband, amazing father, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> an anointed keyboard and player and worshiper so with that being said where could you kind of think of a time where your identity who you are in Christ was established in your life and how how did that look um when my identity was established in my life um I would say from a young age I started playing the piano when I was nine years old my my parents put me in piano lessons and said this is what you're going to do there was many times I wanted to quit. I didn't think it was fun no more. I had hardly practiced when I was young anyway. Hmm. Until one Sunday, the, the musician of my dad's church walked out. Uh, he was mad at the AV guy. And my dad told him he wasn't going to play. So I had to play. Wasn't prepared. I was supposed to actually mime that day. And my dad said, you're going to play today. I was like... I am. <laughs> well, I tell you, that was the worst anybody's probably ever heard on the keys on the Sunday service. Y'all, I've I just seen felt, the tape, y'all. I've what? seen the tape. Nobody asked for extra people <laughs> to jump in there. I just wanted to. But I felt, I like felt the hotness on the back of my neck of people just looking at me and because I was just unprepared. And from that day, I said, okay, I'm never going to feel this feeling again. Um, and I started to really perfect my craft. And my dad had told me a long time ago that I was anointed to do this, that I was anointed to play and to be a minister of music in that same anointing that David walked in, in that same calling. So it was through one of the things is um, affirmation from my father who said, this is who you are. Mm. And that's so important for parents, key in here that you are telling your children who they are. Because sometimes they aren't always going to act like who they are. There was many times I said, I, I don't want to play the piano. And he said, I don't care. We'll not take you out of it. Um, and we'll take you out of sports if you don't have enough time. Because that was one of my excuses. I don't have enough time to practice. Okay, well, we'll take you out of basketball. Okay, well, I, I guess I can find some time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, I know that's right. So that's so important for parents to say, I know who you are. I know yeah. who God made you to be. Um, and start shaping and molding your children into that. Mm-hmm. So that was one of the defining times for me that I said, you know, um, let me take this serious. And that's what I started to do. Yeah, that's so good. I'm really glad you brought that up because um, when you taught that Sunday, you talked a little bit about our kids and you talked about Trey, our, our firstborn. And one of the things that you started doing with him is telling him who he is. And anytime his behavior or his response didn't line up to who he is, he's a leader, he's a king. Um, then you correct that and you remind him who he is so much so now he tells you who he is Mm -hmm. you ask him and he says I'm a king I'm a leader and he Mm -hmm. and throughout the day he'll even say that so I think that's so important that we know who we are and 
that our parents can, you know, that we as parents can instill that in our children at their age now. So now let's say we're in a point where we understand who we are. Um, we understand our identity in Christ. You mentioned something in your sermon where as you started telling Trey who he was, there was something that happened after that. Could you go into that? So, <laughs> which I, I found amazing that almost brought me to tears is because, you know, I had been seeing his behavior over and over again. And I, and I say, okay, this is not who you are. I always tell him he's a king. I say, you're a king. And I told him the first person that you have to rule and to help is yourself. If you don't have... You know, complete control of yourself. Um, you can't help anybody else. Mm -hmm. I say kings help people. Kings love people. Um, and they make sure that everybody has what they need. God had to give you dominion on this earth. Uh, um, so that's just the kind of thing that I kept speaking over him and over him. You know, um, so he said uh, one day, I was like, who are you, Trey? He said, I'm a king. Um, I said, you're a king? He said, yeah. And I was going to go ahead and all right, cool. And then he said, and I help people. And I said, and you help and you help people? Yes, I help people because I love people. And he just started continuing to add to that. Mm -hmm. um, and it was amazing is because once you are on the path and you know who you are, it, it just starts to almost like a snowfall, like a, how a, a, a snowball will just go down the mountain and continue to yeah. build momentum, momentum. And then you come into the fullness of who you are. Mm -hmm. Once you have your identity, you start walking in it. You're going to start seeing things in different um, multiplications of that. Yeah. It's going to start manifesting in a way that you never even knew was there. So seeing him on a path, I... I planted a seed in him, mm -hmm. but God and the Holy Spirit started to to work that seed, to water it, to make sure that it it, it grew, um, and that's so amazing to see once you see it. That's good. Now, if there's someone listening that, you know, they may not really even know where to start when it comes to discovering who they are, what would you suggest to them? The first thing... Um, you have to do when discovering who you are is be close to God. Mm -hmm. I, it sounds easy, but it's not easy. And I, I say this because you have to discipline yourself. Yeah. Because God has invited us into his space every day. He, he said, I'm here. You, you know, it's up to you want, if you want to partake. There's going to be some people who are going to drink. There's going to be some people who aren't. And he said, I'm here and I'm willing and I'm, and I'm ready for you to experience me and to experience me fully. Mm -hmm. So when you say every day, you know what? The first thing I want to do is seek his face. I'm going to read. I'm going to pray. I'm going to worship. Once you start doing that, he can start whispering in your ear, hey, this is what I want you to do. This is who you are. This is how you should respond to that. Yeah. And then once you start hearing those things, you're like, oh, wow. And then you can start moving in a different way that you had never moved before. But it's only when you seek him. You know, he said if you seek him, you're going to find him. The knowledge and everything that you seek, he said, I'm going to give it to you. And I'm not only going to give it to you, I'm going to give it to you so much that you're going to just be amazed. It's going to be bust, bursting out of you mm -hmm. uh, and so much that you can't even take it. So the closer and closer you are to him, the greater you know your purpose, the greater you understand who you are. Yeah, that's good. It reminded me of, have you heard when someone says, if you want to know how something works, mm. you go to the one who created it. Yeah. And that's exactly what I think. If, if you are, if you want to understand who you are, go to the one that created you. 
He can he made you before you were even formed in your in your mother's womb. The Bible says that he's he knew you, that he's he has a plan and a purpose for you. And one of and that's a scripture that I use often. Those who have um, listened from the beginning, they've heard me use Jeremiah 29 and 11 for I know the plans that I have for you. You know that God knows you. So there's no better person to go to to really understand who you are than the one who created you. But I, and I would say this, that I have to put a, um, a warning sign. Don't go to God now praying, who am I? Mm. That's the wrong conversation to ask. Really, when you go to him, you, you should be praying, God, who are you? Mm, that's good. Who are you to me? Seek him first, and then everything else that you're seeking and that you're desiring will be added unto you. I promise you. Because if you go to him and just waiting, okay, I'm waiting the next day two. <laughs> like, who, God, who am I? You haven't said it yet. All right, day three, what do I need to do concerning my job? Okay, day seven. And I still haven't heard, so now I'm like, okay, well, just forget. I'll just do whatever. But that's the wrong conversation and mindset to have. Your mindset that you have to have is, God, I want to be closer to you. Yeah. I want you. And and the more and more you get engulfed and surrounded by him, man, it's everything else just becomes clear. Hmm. That's good. That's good. Is there anything else that you'd like to add when it comes to identity? Man, you know, the last thing that I want to say when it pertains to identity and we're saying, um, you know, you got to get closer to Christ to learn that identity. And once you get closer to him, um, it will become clear. But I will say this. Don't be hard on yourself if you feel like God is calling you to something to something, and you're not measuring up. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, today, That's dang, so I did really good. I know God called me. Like my son Trey, like I said, I, I call him. I say, you're a king. You operate like this. I tell my daughter, she's a queen. You operate like this. We there, There's a certain standard um, that you have to meet, but every day you're not gonna feel it. You, every day you're not going. You're not gonna feel like I don't feel like putting on the king, the, the priestly <laughs> guard, and to be royal today. I, I feel like acting a ratchet today. Or I feel like I feel like in his case, fall on the floor when you told me no about something. Right. And and just know that that's okay. And the reason that's okay because God knew that was going to be your response sometimes. Mm-hmm. And not only did he know it was going to be a response, he sent his son to die on the cross for that. Everything that we could do, everything, every time we fall short, God said, I already covered that. Yeah, I already, I already have an answer for that. So don't sit there and wallow in it. Don't sit there and be like, oh man, I did this today. No, no, no. You, you, there's nothing you can do. It's not by your works that's going to make me happy. Mm-hmm. It, it's by your dedication. It's by that discipline. You say, okay, now cool. I did that. Now let me get back in line to who God said I am. Right. And once you figure out that, man, I'm, t- I'm trying to tell you, you're unstoppable. Second warning, and then I'm done. Second warning, once you figure out who you are, be prepared for the attack. Because this is one of the most dangerous things to, um, to Satan and his, his kingdom, if you want to say, is Christians who are living a purpose-driven life. Um, and that's a great book to actually get to, purpose-driven life. Because once you start to live and, and to know who you are and you start to walk in that and you have purpose in your life, the devil is like, oh, hold up. I know, I know, I've seen that before. 
Let let's stop that. Let let's call some. Let's call a distraction. Let's call something in your marriage. Let's call something in your job. Let's call stress. Let's your kids gonna mm-hmm. start acting up. Mm-hmm. Something is going to happen. The devil's just not gonna sit back and go, oh, okay, that's cool. You get your life together. You start to walk into your calling, your purpose, and who you are. You're starting to know your identity. That kind of stuff does not make the devil happy. So know that. Be prepared for that. But you know, and, and the way you get over that is through your prayer, through worshiping through your accountability, through your brothers and sisters who are walking with you. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not going to be easy every day. When I, when I tell you it's worth it, though, uh, I can't stress it enough. It's so worth it. That is really good. I'm sure the enemy would love for us to just operate in, in such a smaller, a lower level than what yeah. God intended for us to to operate in. So I'm so glad you, you mentioned that. Um, thank you so much, Terrence, mm-hmm. for being on the show today. And I hope you all enjoyed it. Um, if you have any questions or you want to um, further this discussion when it comes to identity, please email the tug podcast at gmail.com. Also, there's a link to the full sermon that Terrence preached about identity crisis in the show notes. So please go ahead and check that out. I promise you, you will be blessed. So thank you so much for tuning in. And until next time, take care. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast. If you are enjoying what you're hearing so far, go ahead and subscribe and send this episode to a friend and say, hey, you've got to check this out. Also, head to Facebook and Instagram and follow us at The Tug Podcast. Again, that's The Tug Podcast. Talk to you soon.